Tom Cruise is back with another installment in the Mission Impossible franchise. Is it good? Is it bad? Do you want to know all about it? Well, you'll find out about that and more in this next episode of BQ Movie Reviews. Hello and welcome to another episode of BQ Movie Reviews. My name is Christopher Rodriguez and today I'm here to discuss the film Mission Impossible Fallout. Ethan Hunt and the IMF team joins forces with the CIA assassin, August Walker, to prevent a disaster of epic proportions. Arms dealer John Lark and a group of terrorists known as the Apostles plan to use three plutonium cores for a simultaneous nuclear attack on the Vatican, Jerusalem, and Mecca, Saudi Arabia. When the weapons go missing, Ethan and his crew find themselves in a desperate race against time to prevent them from falling into the wrong hands. So, with that being the case, let's go and uh, transition into the pros. So, this, this film, you know, just like the other films that, that came before it, are, are action-packed, right? Um, the one prior to this one, if I'm not mistaken, Rogue Nation, that was a really good film. I, I thought it was uh, done very well. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie was the was the director of that film, and if I'm not mistaken, was the director of the prior film to that one. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so this one is another Christopher McQuarrie film, which to me is 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 great. I mean, so far it seems like there are some people, uh, you know, some directors and actors that just work very well together, and they kind of keep recasting them in roles and stuff like that. I mean, you have. Um, what do you call uh, you have uh, what you call Robert De Niro uh, with Martin Scorsese uh, you have well clearly Christopher McQuarrie and you also have Tom Cruise I mean uh, clearly different entirely I'm just saying that there are some directors that do work well with actors and this being you know two cases where I think they're, they've done very well you, you could even say uh, Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale they, they've done you know different movies aside from even the Dark Knight trilogy. So anyway, this is like another installment within that franchise, which I thought was pretty good. It, it kind of escalated things. You know, the, the one cool thing about these films is that it seems like every time uh, another film comes out, there's like another stunt that kind of breaks news. You know, like Tom Cruise got injured with this, or Tom Cruise, you know, did this and that and the other. Like in the fourth. <clears throat> installment of the franchise Tom Cruise was you know basically trying to climb a building you know and um, and, and the other one you know he basically jumped down this the shoot which was pretty cool and then this one it's basically a lot of you know chasing and and, and he had to he had to jump buildings and it's it's insane you know I won't go into details exactly you should watch it for yourself but just personally saying <clears throat> that the story was pretty good. We also have some returning characters, which is pretty nice as well. You know, we have uh, Ving Rhames returning. Um, we also have Simon Pegg returning. And we also have... Um, oh, what's her name? We also have... Ah, there you go. Almost forgot. <laughs> Ilsa Faust. <clears throat> um, uh, played by Rebecca Ferguson. We have her back from the fifth uh, installment of the franchise. <clears throat> so anyway, so we also have now a new person 
coming along, which is Henry Cavill. You might know him better as Superman, or um, not that the movie did phenomenally, but he also was in The Man from Uncle, and uh, you know, in other films. Uh, but anyway, so Henry Cavill now comes into this film, and just based on the trailers alone, um, I saw that the type of chemistry that he had with Tom Cruise just in the trailers seemed like it was more of like kind of pitting them against each other right like not necessarily that they were working together but they were like um foes or you know or, or enemies and stuff like that <clears throat> and one of the coolest parts in the trailer was the fact that Henry Cavill was fighting and that that looked so cool the way he you know kind of put up his dukes and was fighting it seemed like he was really going to give whoever he was fighting uh, a pretty good run for his money and I will say that it, he doesn't disappoint <clears throat> it's a lot of hand to hand combat in this film um, there are you know some moments where people are using guns but for the most part it is a lot of hand to hand combat which is nice you know um, you don't really get that in a lot of films or if they if you do have it it's you know done somewhat poorly or something like that but in this film I thought it was done pretty good <clears throat> the suspense was kept up um, I was almost uh, like literally at the edge of my seat when I'm watching it, and I'm just saying, but it doesn't hurt to watch it in IMAX. Uh, IMAX looked pretty good um, for this film. Um, you know, sometimes there are some movies that don't necessarily need the IMAX treatment, um, only because you know maybe it doesn't have like all these effects or doesn't have all these things that they, you know. I guess when you see in a movie, you want it to really pop. But this film is a great example of why a movie like this should be an IMAX. I mean, there have been like movies in, my, in the past that I've seen that, you know, they weren't bad in IMAX, but, you know, didn't necessarily need to be. Um, like, for example, I saw a Finding Dory at AMC Dolby Cinema, and uh, it was pretty good. I liked it. I thought it popped really well, but at the same time, um, probably if I saw it standard, it probably wouldn't have been too bad. You know, that, that, that's a movie that's clearly heavy CGI. But, you know, if I saw it standard, it probably wouldn't have been too bad. Although, it looked a really nice and crisp in the Dolby Cinema Theater. Just saying. Anyway, so, for me, the pros were the, was the returning cast. The addition of Henry Cavill. The story was a typical Mission Impossible story. You know, um, basically got to save, you know, uh, the world from the bad guys. Uh, that's typical. I mean, what do you expect? It's Mission Impossible. But <clears throat> the nice thing is that even though it is similar in many ways to previous films, I guess the stunts, the choreography, the addition of, 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 of new people, you know, kind of keep, keeps it fresh. And um, I do not see this film not doing good in the theater, um, being that it was number one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was number one this past weekend. So, you know, that being said, I thought that I'm, I'm just thinking that, you know what, I don't see them not making a seventh film in the franchise. So hopefully, God willing, you know, we'll get Tom Cruise back. Tom Cruise is getting a little older. I mean, I don't know if eventually maybe he'll kind of pass the torch along maybe someone they somebody else but in the meantime we i love tom cruise in this role i think it's the best that he's ever been in this role and uh yeah i can't wait for another one anyway so now let's go into the cons so what i will say is the it is not well there for me i didn't really see like uh 
any MacGuffins or anything uh, personally. But what I did kind of feel was that certain things were kind of predictable. Um, <clears throat> while watching the film, I already knew what was going to happen. I already knew uh, what it was kind of going to entail. <clears throat> you know, because like I said, uh, the one kind of bad thing about being the sixth film in a franchise, which how many franchises can honestly say that they have six films? You know, uh, it's not very many. There are a lot, but not too really too many. You know, you could probably maybe count them on two hands or, or, or whatever the case is. Successful, uh, you know, six films too. Because this film, this franchise so far has been completely successful. And that you can't really say too much about. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, like I said, it's a bit predictable. Um, I kind of knew what was going to happen. And I guess because I've seen all the other films, when you kind of get into this film, you're like, all right, I already know what's going to happen. Sure enough, like I said, I, I, I was, I wouldn't say I was disappointed, um, but I was definitely like, it was, like it was, I don't know. You know they, I guess they lost his kind of like lackluster, you know, had like, I don't know, it, what's the word? Um, oh, essentially, I, I didn't feel what I, I guess maybe other people would normally feel when they're kind of caught by surprise. That's all. Um, and uh, I guess to me, that's really like the only con. Um, like I said, it's very reminiscent of the previous films and it does kind of tie into the prior films because you might see some characters that will say oh well, I know that person <coughs> they were in this film or they were in that film or and whatever in the in the uh, in this franchise anyway but yes that's basically what it is just kind of like I said reminiscent of the of of, uh, of previous films and also the fact that I, things were pretty predictable especially if you've seen the previous films you kind of know that they're kind of playing you know, more or less at the same angle and then finally, let's get into the, my final thoughts. So would I recommend the film? Absolutely. Yeah, I, again, I, I thought this was a nice, refreshing take of, of the characters. <clears throat> and a very nice, um, uh, I'm sorry, a very good installment in the franchise. Um, and like I said, I, I hope they kind of turn it on its head in the next one or kind of change some things around. Uh, because to some extent also... This film kind of reminds me of the, of the previous one, or actually of the fourth film, um, only because, you know, it kind of deals with similar ideas, um, and, and probably in the script and all, uh, so or, or the plot, I should say. So, like I said, but aside from that, like I said, I thought it was very refreshing. Uh, Tom Cruise is, is nuts, always doing his own stunts. <laughs> Henry Cavill, from my understanding, did a lot of his own stunts. So, um, yeah, so the introduction of, of, of Henry Cavill and, and everything, I think for me, and Angela Bassett, I also forgot, Angela Bassett plays Erica Sloan. Um, the, the inclusion of these new people, you know, also, you know, I thought was really nice. Um, I thought it fit very well. The chemistry with all of them was very, was done very well. Was the direction I felt was very good. The pacing was very good. Um, so, especially if you're a fan of the franchise, I don't see a reason why you wouldn't want to go. And even if you're new to the franchise and you're just like, you know, I'm not sure. Like, I might have seen one before, but I'm not sure. Or even two of them before, but I'm not sure if I really want to go see it. Well, you know, just throwing it out there. But, you know, if you live by an AMC theater, they also have this, the, the, you know, the AMC A-list. Uh, where you can sign up for 19.95, and only reason why I'm saying it not because I'm getting paid by them, but only because I have it myself. <laughs> so the A-list, you know, for 19.95, you can watch three movies a week. 
um, and any type of format, whether IMAX, AMC, Dolby Cinema, um, at the time of this recording. I, I don't know if they're going to change it next week, but at least for now, that's what they currently have. Or even if you're an AMC Stubbs member, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, you pay a one flat fee, and you're also eligible for the $5 ticket Tuesdays, which is awesome. So even if you're a little, you know, um, I guess worried about whether or not you're going to like the film, $5 ticket Tuesdays are pretty awesome. Just throwing that out there. And, you know, there's also other cards out there like Cinemia, and uh, we won't. I mean, movie passes out there, but, you know, I guess we won't get into that with the more recent um, news of it. But anyway, still, I do recommend this film. And like I say, even if, you know, if you're on the fence, there's more than enough out there that you can actually take advantage of to go and watch this film either way. Well, and now let's give my score. So I would like to give this film an 8.5 out of 10. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of BQ Movie Reviews. Um, I'll be having some more uh, reviews coming up shortly. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for the next reviews coming out. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye.